Hi, welcome to Ginger Tea, the podcast. I'm Raven. Here, we'll discuss all things mental and emotional wellness. It's my hope that everything shared here will pour into your life in the best possible way. This is a space for community healing. So grab your cup and let's spill. Welcome to Ginger Tea, the podcast. By the time you're listening to this, it will be my 29th birthday. So I'm so excited about that. I'm excited about starting a new journey, not only for my 29th birthday, but just for starting a podcast. Um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a really long time, and I had a little bit of imposter syndrome, Um, just telling myself that, oh, there's already a wellness podcast. There's already a million podcasts. There's already people talking about what you're talking about. Just all these things that is really ego discouraging me from doing something that have been put on my heart. So I'm really excited that I just decided to jump and do it. I was reading a magazine one day and it just clicked to me like, I want to start a podcast on my birthday. And thank God that I had the community and the resources um, to do that in such short notice. So if you're listening to this, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, And we're going to have fun. So I want to start off with an affirmation. Every episode, I start off with an affirmation, something to give you to maybe inspire you to write down what you want to manifest for the week, for the month, for your life, or just something to remind you of your power, your inner knowing, your core, the you that you've always been. So today's affirmation is, I release control and I have faith in God's divine plan for my life. I'll say that again. I release control and I have faith in God's divine plan for my life. One more time, I release control and I have faith in God's divine plan for my life. Now let's take three deep breaths in. So breath in through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Another deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. One more deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. (sighs) All right. Another tidbit is that every time you listen to these podcasts, it might be best to bring a journal. I'm an avid journaler, and there will be somewhere in this episode or in this podcast where you'll want to jot something down. I'm sure of it. So another thing that I'll always be talking about here is the tea that I'm drinking. The podcast is called Ginger Tea. And the thought behind that is, for one, I'm always having at least one cup of ginger tea a day. It's not always just ginger tea, but it always has ginger in it. Um, It has ginger in it because ginger is known um, to improve joint health. Um, to treat inflammation, good for digestion, good for heart health. Ginger is a staple in overall wellness. Um, It basically treats almost, not treats, but it's a good herb to add to your daily 
intake, whatever whatever your routine is. And because ginger is such an all-around healing property, I imagine that what's going to be shared here in this podcast is also an all-around healing property as well. So that's the reason behind the name ginger tea. So today's tea includes ginger root, mint leaves, turmeric root, cinnamon, and lemon. These are all things that I put in the water and I boil the water and then I pour the water over the tea bag that I'm having. So the tea bag that I'm having is by Buddha Teas. It's called the Calm Buddha Blend. It's basically for um, just to soothe your nerves, to bring you the ultimate calmness. And it has chamomile, lavender, passion flower, skullcap, spearmint, St. John's wort, and cinnamon. All of those things have been said to improve your mood um, if you experience anxiety or any type of, you know, just mental angst or anything like that. All of those are natural herbs designed to keep you calm, keep you aligned. So that's today's tea. I want to get into talking about my birthday, me being 29, and me shedding old skin. So a couple of years back, I noticed, now I noticed the language that I was using, and I was always talking about shedding old skin. I was always talking about not feeling like myself, um, rebirth, and all those things, and I do feel like that was happening at those times, but I didn't really understand what was happening until now. And now that I'm 29, I feel I feel like I really know what it feels like to shed. I know what it looks like. Um, it really means to completely be new. Um, sometimes you won't even recognize yourself anymore, and in some cases, that's what I feel like I've been experiencing. And 29, I don't know, it feels different. 28 feels like um, it was preparing me for everything that I'm built to handle, everything that I will experience in my life. And it's been hard. Well, not hard, but challenging. It's been challenging to um, be new, to see myself in a new way. Part of starting this podcast was about that, you know, seeing myself in a new way. Um, The times that that we're in resulted in me getting furloughed from my job. I went through a yoga teacher training. All of these things that I thought I would never experience um, at this time. And they, the results of that has just been a brand new me in a good way and a challenging way. Starting this podcast is something that I've seen a lot of people around me do. I've seen a lot of my friends do. I've seen a lot of people that I admire do, people that I look up to. And I've always thought, ooh, I could do that. I could start a podcast. I I have a lot to offer. I have a lot to talk about. And then that little imposter syndrome just kind of sneaks in. So if you're new to me or if you're new to anything that I have to offer, I teach yoga. I host journaling workshops, I do guided meditations, um, 
And I'm an avid journaler. I use journaling and yoga as a tool for my personal healing journey. And I have so much support. I have a wide community. But when it comes to hosting a podcast, I was like, it's oversaturated. People are already doing this. Um, there's no room for me. I need to do something else. Just all those things that make you feel like you're just not worthy. Sometimes you just have to silence those things so that you can come to the, the truth about you, which is you can really do anything you want to do, one. Two, if something was placed on your heart, it's kind of your duty and your responsibility to do it, regardless of how much of it has already been done, because nobody's going to do it like you. And it's so easy for me to say these words to the people around me. Some, For some reason, though, it's kind of difficult to say it to yourself. It's kind of difficult to reassure yourself. Um, and that's a part of what I've been learning on the journey through 28 to 29, really all of my life. Like, a lot of the work that I do, a lot of the things that I choose to talk about are a result of things that I've experienced. I can only talk about something that I've been through or experienced. And the funny thing about it is sometimes I'll come up with things to talk about before I know why. And it's like as soon as I, t- as soon as I decide that this is what I want to share with the world or this is what I want to talk about, or this is what I want to f- reflect on, something happens somewhere like, where I'm like, oh, okay, this is why that happened. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm never going to stop shedding old skin. I'm, ne- I'm always going to be new. That's, that's the beauty of life. I'm always going to be new. I always have an, have an opportunity to start fresh, to make a new decision, to change my mind. I, I feel like now I just have more tools to navigate that. So speaking of tools, I want to talk more about the yoga teacher training that I experienced. I started my yoga teacher training in April. It was right after I got furloughed. (laughs) And it was so funny because the yoga teacher training was much more expensive than I knew it to be. I don't know what I was thinking. So I practice yoga at Big Power Yoga And I have a membership there, and they offer a program called the 40-Day Program. Now, the 40-Day Program is free if you're a member. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this 40 days. I'm going to see how it transforms me. And it it was one of the best experiences that I had ever done. And all through the 40-day experience, though, they were talking about the yoga teacher training. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that, like, this is going to, this is a free offering, <laughs> just like the 40-day program. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, like, amped up. I'm feeling inspired. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the yoga teacher training. And I never thought that I would want to actually teach yoga, especially when I started practicing yoga. I always thought that I would just practice yoga. I don't know. It, would, it never crossed my mind to teach yoga. But for some reason, the 40-day program really gave me my power back. It wasn't just 40 days of yoga. It was, we, we practice yoga six times a week. Um, we have group sessions where we meet in a group and we journal, which is right up my alley. 
And it's like people constantly holding you accountable in the yoga class, in the journaling sessions. And we have these um, color, they split us up by color to give it kind of like a competitive feel. And so the color, the team leaders, they have a WhatsApp and they're constantly holding you accountable too. So it's like, I'm, I'm being held accountable with love on my mat, in the journal sessions and just in my free time. So after that, I'm like, yeah, like I can do this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so like, I know who I am. I'm whole, perfect and complete. That's what they always say at big. You are already whole, perfect and complete. I'm like, if I'm already whole, perfect and complete, I could be a yoga teacher. So I inquire about the yoga teacher training and I look it up. They send me all the information and it says that it's <laughs> $3,800. I have never spent that much money on myself in one sitting. I'm sure that I have like recklessly spent my money and added up to 3,800 somewhere along the line. But in one sitting, I've never paid that much. So automatically I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do the young tutor training. <laughs> like I, I got ahead of myself. That was a, that was a dream deferred. Like I can't, whatever, it's fine. I even looked up other places to see what their yoga teacher trained. I didn't give up completely, but I was just like, okay, maybe I'll wait for the next session. I'll wait for the next session. So I looked up other yoga studios that had yoga teacher training to see what their prices were. And they all they weren't all 3800 but they were all at least 3000 And I was like, well, if they're all 3000 and if this is something that I say I want to do, I might as well do it at the studio that I practice at because I trust them and I love them. It's not just, um, I go practice yoga there. Like I really feel like I'm at home when I go there. So I was already set. Like my mind and my body was like, we're doing a yoga teacher training. Now in my head, I'm like, I don't know how we're going to pay 3,800, but we're going to do it. So mind you, I was still at work. I was, this was, kind of in the thick of all of the COVID stuff. So I'm still at work and I'm like, okay, I'm going to come up with a payment plan and I'm going to come to them because I had asked, I had asked everybody I knew that had helped me get into the big family. I asked them for their assistance and how they could, you know, anything they had to offer me. Um, and it all basically came to, you need to figure it out. If this is something you want to do, then you need to figure it out. no, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. So I had been saving up for a car. And I was driving one day, and um, my, the thought, my savings kept coming to my mind. And I was, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm considering being a yoga teacher, and for some reason, my savings keeps coming to my head. And I really had to literally out loud ask God, you're not telling me to use my savings that I've been saving up for a car for a yoga teacher training, that's not what you're telling me to do. That, that's not what you're telling me to do, but that is what he was telling me to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use my savings. I had, I think, $1,500 in my savings, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna use it for the yoga teacher training. And then um, the amount 3,000 kept coming up to me too. And I'm like, okay, you want me to ask these people who have been doing this yoga teacher training for years to let me do it at a discounted price? Is that what you're telling me to do? And it's like all of these things that felt uncomfortable, completely out of my comfort zone. I'm like, okay, 
they I want to say no, but my mind is already set. My body has already told me that I'm doing the yoga teacher training. So I just have to follow suit. So I came up with a payment plan and I emailed them and I was like, hey, can I do the yoga teacher training for three thousand dollars? Here are the dates that I will make my payments. Here are the amounts. And they said, they really applauded me for such a bold ask. And they honored my payment plan. They didn't give it to me for 3000 but they gave it to me for 3500 They guaranteed that I would have it at 3500 And then once COVID hit and they moved everything virtual, they were like, okay, it's not going to be 3500 It's going to be 3100 And I'm like, okay, well, see, it wasn't 3000 but it wasn't 3800 either. So that further confirmed, like, okay, this is something that I need to be doing. Now, mind you, I made, I based the payment plan off of the days that I got paid at work. And then I got furloughed. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what, where is the, you told me to do all these things and then I get furloughed? Like what's going to happen? At the same time though, I had this sense of like peace, knowing that it would, that it would all be taken care of. Like I've been obedient this far and I've been faithful and trusting this far that, I don't know, I just, it wouldn't be an issue, and it wasn't. Um, I obviously finished paying the the payments, and I'm a certified yoga teacher now. It wasn't it wasn't um, an issue at all, and my experience was worth much more than what I paid to them. I'm completely transformed after that yoga teacher training. The yoga teacher training started in April. April 27th, I think, to be exact. And right before I started, the day before I started, I had cut a cord that I had been holding on to for way, 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 way too long. I cut the cord and I was, I don't want to say distraught, but I really was like, okay, what am I going to do? Because in order to cut this cord, I had to be the bad guy, quote unquote. And I'm a person that is just now learning to self-advocate and stand up for myself and really, like, know my worth. So recovering from a, being a people pleaser and wanting people to like me and wanting people to be happy with me all the time, having to be the bad guy to cut that cord, a cord that was in my comfort zone but wasn't really comfortable, it was like... I'm like, the timing couldn't have been worse. That's what I'm thinking in my head because I'm about to start this yoga teacher training. I don't, I'm furloughed. Like, I don't know what's happening. And this this person that I've been connected to for so long, they're for real out of my life now. So I'm like, how am I going to start? I don't know. But I had no choice because I already made my first payment. So what's done is done. And then the first day of the yoga teacher training, we talked about integrity from then on, I knew that the yoga teacher training would do so much more for me than just teach me how to teach yoga. It taught me how to really release control. It taught me how to surrender, especially on my mat. It also shifted my relationship with my body. I've never practiced that much yoga before. Um, and because it was virtual, I'm in the comfort of my own home every weekend, connecting with 26 other people on Zoom from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., literally every weekend. And we're, we're, 
we're in our houses or wherever we are, we're setting up our phones and our computers on stacks of books and, you know, trying, trying to get the scene together just as we would if we were in the, if we were in person in the studio. And I don't know, it just transformed me completely. It let me know that, look, I, I don't have control. I mean, I have control of what I think. I have control of how I react to things. But outside of that, I have to let go. I had to let go. You know, I couldn't show up fully in the yoga teacher training if I didn't affirm myself that cutting the cord was the best thing for me. I had to let that go. Um, I couldn't show up fully to the yoga teacher training if I kept thinking that I wasn't worthy of the yoga teacher trainer, that I couldn't teach. I had to let that go. Um, And my body was aching after practicing that much yoga. I mean, aching. Every time I got on there, on the Zoom, I would log in and say, hey, y'all, feeling like I got hit by a truck. Anybody else? (laughs) Anybody else? And they will all agree. And it's like, I can't, I can't pick up and go to the doctor every time I had an ache, especially doing the teacher training every weekend. I had to rest. I had to do what I could and then let everything else happen as it could. I could take baths. I could drink tea. I could drink water. I could do all that. But everything else, I just have to wait it out. I have to wait until the pain will go away. I have to trust that my body knows what it's doing, that my body is innately intelligent, and that it knows how to take care of itself and take care of me, ultimately. Like, the yoga teacher training completely transformed me. And when I was finished, I don't know. I... It just, I felt completely brand new. I even felt different on my mat because I saw yoga. When I first started practicing yoga, I was practicing yoga because I don't, I don't like working out. I don't like being in the gym. I don't like that type of working out. So I was practicing yoga as a way to be like a full body workout without the without the pressure, without the weights or anything like that. And little did I know that yoga... It definitely is a full body workout and not just a physical body. Like it's a yoga is more about breathing than it is about the poses. It's about how you can stay calm in the midst of chaos. It's about how you can stay connected to your breath when you feel like your arms are about to fall off because you're holding them up in chair pose for like two minutes. Like it it taught me so much about life itself I will always attribute like my feelings of transformation some of my feelings of transformation to yoga and to that training I want to talk about cutting cords Um, I want to talk about really releasing old things and making space for new things um, going back to the cord I cut before I started the yoga teacher training, this is a relationship that I was in for roughly three years and maybe four just because um, we were still talking and hanging out even after we made a decision to break up. And when you're, when you're deciding to cut the cord, I'm not saying that the decision is easy. Again, I knew that I needed to cut the cord maybe years ago, but I always thought that maybe I couldn't trust myself or that that wasn't my intuition talking. All the things that we 
you know, go through to try to deter us from making a decision that is uncomfortable but necessary. But I feel like when it wasn't a coincidence that I had cut that cord right before I started the yoga teacher training because so much opened up after that. So much opened up after that. Um, Just the ability to reflect and see why I was holding on so long, to see why I was attracted to some of the things in that person that I was attracted to, um, why I developed some of the habits that I, that I developed, um, cutting the core, if it felt uncomfortable, it was scary, but it definitely made space for something new. Again, I feel like a completely different person. And of course, you know, you grow every day and you're not the same as you were a couple of years ago. And I know that to be true. And I can recognize that there's a different type of feeling of transformation now. Um, I don't know. I In my relationship, there's always been a history of me being dependent on that person to bring me my happiness and not really being able to trust myself to give it to myself. And um, another pattern of, you know, <laughs> not wanting to upset people and not wanting to do hard things. Cutting that cord was a hard thing. And my body was like, this has to be done. So that's not to say that once you know that you need to cut the cord, that you're going to do it right then and there. If you do, and if you can, please, let's chat after this so you can let me know how. But if not, you know, it's, it's not a rush. You'll know when it's time. Sometimes, most times when we're experiencing something that may be discomforting, it's usually for a reason. It's, it's usually never in vain. It may feel, you know, excruciating. It may feel like suffering. But I've come to know that every experience, whether it's good or bad or unpleasant, it's never in vain. It's not to say that you need to rush to cut the cord, but it is to say that once you have that awareness, you need to understand why you need to cut that cord. Um, you don't need to know the complete how, but you need to know that it needs to be done so that you can show up fully into the world. Cutting that cord made space for something new. Something else that I learned was as I'm healing, I have to have um, I have to be patient. You know, it doesn't mean that when you cut the cord, everything is immediately going to fall together. You know, when I said the sentence or the phrase or whatever I did to cut the cord, I was devastated. I was devastated. Um, I was scared. I was worried about what people were going to think of me, what people were going to say about me. Um, and just worried about my mental health and how I would let that affect me, especially moving into a yoga teacher training where that's a completely new experience for me. And then experiencing the yoga teacher training and the body aches and being tired and still dealing with my emotions and all these things. You know, it doesn't it doesn't happen immediately to you. And you have to be actively patient. And what active patience is, is being patient, but still doing the things that you know to do to take care of yourself. You know, it may, it, cutting that cord may have hurt you or caused you some discomfort, but you still know 
what you can eat to nourish your body. You still know what music you like to listen to that uplifts your mood. You know what practices that you have that keep you balanced, that keep you calm, that keep you level-headed. And you know what you need to do to, to release. If you need to scream, if you need to cry, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. But yeah, you know what you need to do. And that's what active patience is. You don't really have to seek the messages that'll come to you. You don't really have to seek the reasons why you need to cut that cord. They'll come to you because you have made space for it. So all you have to do is allow it to come. So as I come to a close, I want to leave you guys with a journaling prompt to reflect on In regards to cutting cords, something that you can come back to time and time again and just something for you to use in your in your day to day. There's always something that we can release and let go of. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need to release my best friend. (laughs) It doesn't have to be that deep. There's just always something that we can let go of. It can be a habit. It can be anything. So the journal prompt I have for you is what can you release to make space for something new. What can you release to make space for something new? And don't be in a rush to answer it. Really allow yourself to think about what you've been experiencing or what you've been doing that really hasn't gotten you the results that you've been looking for. How can you release it so that you can make space for something new and that's for you? Thanks for listening to Ginger Tea, the podcast. I hope your cup was filled and I hope you'll come back for more. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if this was something you enjoyed. And stay connected at Ginger Tea the Podcast on Instagram. Until next time, be light.